Welcome, everyone, to Tales from Planet Customer Experience. This is our episode 16. We're getting closer and closer to our episode 20, which we're excited about. And uh, as always, my name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. We're a couple of customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. Today, we have another um, customer experience professional and a friend of ours join our podcast um, to tell us a story. I'm excited to welcome Patricia to today's episode to start this new year with a positive customer experience story. Patricia, welcome to the podcast. Yes, let's have some positive customer experience for the very beginning of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so couple of years ago, I don't want to say how many, but after graduation, together with a group of my friends, we decided that we we deserve some traveling. After, you know, obtaining our bachelor degrees, we decided that we want to travel first, you know, get to know Europe a little bit more. We are all from Europe, but still, you know, you never get to see kind of your neighboring countries and experience the culture, the food and, and everything. So we decided that we are going to start with Europe. And as a cherry on top, we are all adults at this point. Um, I want to go further. So, you know, traveling throughout Europe was really fun. We mostly, we are all adults at this point. Um, I want to go further. So, you know, traveling throughout Europe was really fun. We mostly use buses, trains, maybe short flight um, as well between countries, but it was all kind of around my home country being Poland. Um, and when we got to the final destination in Europe, which was Croatia for us, um, somehow we managed all of us to get a direct flight to Jakarta, which you know, we all worked so hard. We were studying, working to kind of save some money to to travel after we achieved our goals. Um, everything neighbors with other countries. So that was good. But of course, travel to Indonesia is different story. That was my first long distance flight. Everything neighbors with other countries. So that was good. But of course, travel to Indonesia is different story. That was my first long distance flight and I thought that you know I've done this before this is this is gonna be very easy um so we got to the airport and we started boarding the plane it's gonna be the flight what's the weather and all of the details like that and this was a moment where I realized that maybe I'm not as brave as I thought I am <laughs> when traveling when I heard that the flight is you know I think it was 13 or 14 hours long um yeah my face started changing colors <laughs> i kind of started changing into a little chameleon uh the whole colors of the rainbow and but okay i was like you know what just it's gonna be okay you know there is not many disaster plane disasters you'll be fine you know you're gonna sleep drink some tea but you know, when they started doing the demonstration of the safety procedures and everything like that, um, yeah, my brain and mind started going, we, we, we are not going to make it, <laughs> which, you know, it was terrible. I started sweating, hyperventilating. My legs were shaking. My hand palms were just sweaty. And, 
you know, I was, even though I was a couple of friends, it's like blind leading the blind, of course, you know, they are there for me to kind of distract me and, oh, it's going to be good. I'm like, I don't trust you guys. Oh, good, this is gracious. <laughs> and, you know, so I, you're all alone in this. I was like, if something happens, you know, nobody's going to find me. Oh, good, this is gracious. And, you know, so I, you're all alone in this. I was like, if something happens, you know, nobody's going to find me. All the worst <laughs> thoughts were going through my mind. I'm all alone in this. But um, in our section, we had two flight attendants who already, I'm pretty sure that they noticed this panicky girl sitting in the back, sweating and crying, basically. So we had um, Christiana and Arif, so male and, and female flight attendants, who noticed, and you know, they very kindly came to me, not really knowing probably, oh, she's just one of those panicky um, people. And they just asked me if I want something, some water, something to drink, something, you know, before we even take off, just something to calm me down. So they brought me some herbal tea which, you know, when you're all this shaky, it was not very easy to drink, first of all, this <laughs> boiling hot tea uh, right next to my lab. So that was already first adventure. Um, but yeah, finally we took off and really by the minute, um, but we were very, very lucky, at least I was very lucky with the flight attendants because first of all, they were very attentive from the very beginning. They saw that I'm not drinking my tea, so they brought me water. Um, and the, the male flight attendant, he asked me, you know, have I ever experienced such a long flight? How do I typically de deal with, with stress, you know, in, in daily life? And I told him that even though I'm not so good at it, I really enjoy drawing. And this is something that really calms me down. Um, he made sure that we have a whole row to sit down, just the two of us. He sat down right next to me and he suggested we do a little exercise where he's going to describe his hometown, basically a home where he grew up. And me using my imagination, I have to draw it on paper based on, you know, describing what kind of tree surrounded his house, what kind of, you know, river was next to his house, fish that he saw. And I think we took at least an hour to, you know, for him to vary with a very calm voice, describe everything. And I was so in my head, stuck completely on the image itself, that it kind of, I forgot that I'm on a plane. I was already in Indonesia, <laughs> in this, you know, in a little house somewhere next to a river watching fish. So I think this was an amazing exercise. And he actually told me that he's uh, studying to be a psychologist which I guess that's also the exercise wow. came from. And that put me kind of in a better place mentally, I would say at that time, uh, because I also had to be kind of respectful that he's not my private flight attendant, right? There's other people on the plane that need, yeah. need drinks, food and, and stuff. Um, so it was great and it took an hour. So it was already a good chunk um, of the flight. But of course, the second that the sheet of paper closed and he was gone. The panic was setting in again, unfortunately, because some turbulences started and my heart was back in my throat and the sweat started. Um, and, and then the female flight attendant came over and um, 
she actually let me inhale some relaxing scents. Apparently something very common in Indonesia that they really rely on their scents to kind of for the calming sensation and kind of cleansing um, part of it. So I again, she sat down right next to me. She was kind of massaging my shoulders in specific points the relaxation points, which, you know, I'm inhaling the scents, I'm getting the massage. Again, for the duration of that exercise, <laughs> it was it was amazing. She had very soothing, very calming voice, which was which was amazing. Um, and then I got the, the motion sickness pill as well, because I think it was the turbulence that was really kind of shaking me out of my my Zen, um, my Zen space. But again, every time they left, they kind of try to check in with me all the time. Whenever they passed and they see me kind of again changing the colors, they were trying to lock me off some, so other passengers don't really see me because you never kind of want other people to see you, but because that only increases the stress even more. Because then I started to be a little bit ashamed because people are looking at me and maybe thinking what a crazy lady is sitting right next to us. Uh, so they were very thoughtful of that as well. They brought a little divider next to me so I could really kind of focus on whenever I was, you know, in what state I was, if I wanted to just take a deep breath and focus on the music, which of course they also gave me a little um, CD player as well with very relaxing music of waterfalls and birds chirping and, it was super, super relaxing. Again, every time they were there for me, I was all good. I was all relaxed, all, all happy traveler. But of course, once the reality settled in that I'm in a plane, still on the way, um, it, it dragged me back to the little world of misery at that point. Um, but yeah, they were really, really taking care of me so well. They were so thoughtful and so supporting. Um, that, you know, I included my friends who were sitting nearby and they were all trying to kind of just talk about the stories that what we experienced in Croatia and Romania, Bulgaria and so on, just to kind of keep me talking and the flight attendants as well. They had their own stories. Of course, they traveled the world and they also have some very nice juicy stories about other crazy passengers as myself at the, at the time being. <laughs> Um, so we developed that very friendly relationship where, you know, they didn't think of me only as a crazy lady from the plane, but, you know, we, we talked about, um, our hobbies, what did we study, what are our future plans and, you know, little dreams for the future as well. At this point, we were all kind of not thinking, we just finished our studies, we're like, Dah. What comes, comes. <laughs> and we will see what happens. So that was great. It was a very, very, very long flight. But I think with the support of the flight, without them, I mean, I think that I would really ring the bell and say, guys, we have to land because my heart was pounding. I didn't, I never experienced something that I was literally not in control. It was something that I didn't know how to deal with. It was out of my, I wouldn't even know what to do, to be very, very honest, to calm myself down. It's just, as I said, blinded in the blind. Um, and they've been amazing, absolutely amazing. All the exercises that they 
went through with me, all the hand holding and just talking to me, just trying to make sure that, you know, I will make it in one piece and they're there for me. And I think also the the friendship that we developed on that plane, we stayed in touch. That's we exchanged our phone numbers, Facebooks and um and stuff like that. And I believe two years later we traveled back to Indonesia to see them there. This time they were not my flight attendants, really? but at this point I already <laughs> I already traveled more with, with my family, so I think it just it was the icebreaker for me to travel long distance, to be very honest. And it was I think thanks to them that I also learned how to cope with this kind of stress, which I think also helps me with, with daily life. You know, whenever there is a peak of stress at work or any, you know, day-to-day life when um, I'm trying to cope with it, I still have the sense that I can inhale, relax, listen to the music, to the waterfalls, and and zen myself back. I think it was a great experience which I think with any other, you know, crew, maybe I wouldn't get to experience, but they made it better, safer, I'm pretty sure for myself as well. And I gained wonderful friends, which they came to visit me later in Poland, later in Belgium. I visited them them again. So we grew, yeah, we grew into a little traveling family, I think. You know, what's so interesting to me is that since the very beginning, they picked up on the fact that you were, that this could escalate and become a problem or become an issue without you saying anything, right? Like they recognize that they need to take care of you. They kind of really focused on, we have a passenger here, right? A customer that really needs our attention and they took it to a whole another level. I I mean, Brian and I have heard so many stories, right, about travel and shared so many experiences, but this is the first time I hear of an experience that goes to such extremes, right, to calm you down with, you know, drawing and the sense and everything and becoming friends. I feel like this is such a, a powerful story from someone picking up on the fact that it wasn't just a little anxiety. It wasn't just someone who's feeling, you know, a bit uncomfortable. It was a little bit more than that. Uh, I mean, it was interesting when you first started talking and you mentioned the, I think you mentioned the flight attendants by name. And I was like, Oh yeah. How, how do you remember their name? <laughs> and so of course now we understand you have a whole relationship with them. And, and that's, uh, I mean, that I was just thinking, Diliana, when you were talking about, we've heard so many travel stories. I don't know that, I don't, I don't know that we've, I, I might be wrong. I don't know that we've heard any positive airline stories. <laughs> usually so they're not positive. <laughs> yeah. Usually they're, they're negative. So that, that's incredible. I mean, to take so much time out of their, you know, routine, like you said, I mean, they weren't your private flight attendants and yet they, they recognized the situation and, and did everything they could to make it a better situation for you. And, and, you know, panic attacks are, are not, you know, like you said, they're, they're pretty scary because they're, you know, which I assume is probably what, what it was that you had. I'm not, obviously I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist or anything, but that's, it's terrifying. And so for them to take the time to like Deliana said to recognize it and then to take the time to 
all right, what are we going to do to help her? Because it wasn't a, like you said, it was, this wasn't a three or four hour flight. They knew this was going to be something you're going to have to deal with for, for many hours. So that's, uh, absolutely. yeah, that's, that's an amazing story. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, whenever you're going through the uncontrollable emotions of panic, as you said, that you don't know what to do and it's kind of, you know, you block everything else out. I know myself that I'm a kind of person that, I'm not gonna probably ask. Excuse me, can right. you, can you help me? So that's to to your point, Deliana. You know, it's something that they recognize by you know seeing a person that's really, you can clearly tell that is in 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 some kind of trouble maybe, and um, you know they right away jumped on it with the first thing being already the tea and just kind of understanding the situation. As you said, maybe she's just overreacting and being a little bit anxious. I think right off the bat when they were talking to me, um, just when we took off is, okay, she's this kind of passenger. This is the kind of attention that she needs and support that she needs. And they were there throughout the entire journey. And I'm I'm really, really glad that I, I had the chance to meet them. Because as you said, a lot of the flight stories, I would say, <laughs> travel stories are, are very rarely positive. But this one was, this one was my gem. And I'm, I'm very glad I... I did that and continued wow, traveling. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. That's, that's mm-hmm. really incredible. And you were so lucky too on your first kind of long, long haul flight to, to have that experience, like you said, so you can continue to travel and um, enjoy getting on a plane again. <laughs> right. But, because imagine what could have been, right? This could have been a completely different story in which you say, I don't want to travel again. This is an awful experience. But they they really turned that around for you. And I would never see you guys in the U.S. We wouldn't be friends today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. What, what an amazing story. Um, and and I, I, I think the last thing that i love about it is that it, it continues you're still friends with them today and that's uh you know it's beyond just that that neat story it's it's uh it's gone on even longer so that's that makes it even more amazing very good well um patricia anything else you want to add before we uh close up here no thank you so much for having me for experiencing my story as well um and yeah i want to wish you all the best in 2023 we are the probably first episode of the year so yeah best of luck and thank you thank you Diliana anything else you want to add I just want to say what I uh, I appreciate you sharing the story and it's a great example of the power of good or great customer experiences right long-lasting impact of a great customer experience so thank you for sharing that Patricia we uh, we loved having you as a guest on our podcast thank you Well, for all of our other listeners, if you're interested in in sharing a story with us, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, You can send us an email at planetcustomerexperience at gmail.com. And and just let us know. We can either read a story for you um, or you can come on uh, like Patricia did today and, and, and share that with us. We'd love to hear those. Uh, stories for everyone so um this is our first as you've heard this is our first episode we're recording in in 2023 and so we're excited to uh, to continue this journey with all of you and uh 
for now, we'll wish you all the best and greetings from Planet Customer Experience. <laughs>